Hello, everyone. It's me, Rissa Montañez. Welcome back to the Dead Podcast Anthology series. Whoo, y'all. We are now on the fourth and final episode of the series titled Rebirth. And oh my goodness, what a ride the story has been. And I, you know, I got to be honest, while every chapter, while every story that is part of the Dead Podcast is a complete story on its own, it's hard to hold back, you know, those feelings you get where you just get so into the story. And yeah, okay, wow, I love podcasts so much. Anywho, it is the fourth and final episode of the third chapter, Rebirth. So from all of us here on the production side of Bloody FM and Bloody Disgusting, shout out to writer Pixie Britton, to our cast members, y'all are amazing, and the wonderful people over at the George A. Romero Foundation, and especially you, yes you, all of you wonderful listeners who have been coming back every week for these episodes. All of you who have been interacting with all of us on social media and leaving reviews for our cast and writers to see. We see you and we thank you so much. All right, let's get to it. You know the drill. We've got a quick ad break and then episode four of Rebirth. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. In a world plagued by the undead. The stories of survivors are well known, heralded as examples of strength and perseverance. Over time, they become tales, fables, legends, passed down from survivor to survivor. These are the stories, memories. Of the lost. Of the precious few. Who walk the earth. As shells of their former selves. These are their stories. These are the stories of the dead. You are now listening to Rebirth, Episode 4. I don't remember how I ended up in Roscoe. I couldn't eat, didn't sleep, just walked until I was standing outside a gas station on the edge of town. All I could think about was Ryan. How I left him there dying, alone. The look of fear in his eyes as I ran out the door, the knife in his hands. I was already broken after losing Kelly. But when he died, I just checked out. There was no room for anything else. I was done. Eve had planned this. All of it. Kidnapping Callie, killing Ryan. She had one goal in mind, and it worked. But what she didn't plan for was me. What I was capable of. What lengths I would go to. 
<coughs> I was a magnet for the dead. They were my target practice, an outlet for my rage, an opportunity to get stronger, faster. Some days I would seek them out, hoping to find a biter that I could beat into mulch. I was the Pied Piper of Death. What do we think, Ryan? Anything left in this shithole? Only one way to find out. Oh, hey, gorgeous. How are you? Hungry, huh? Yeah, I feel you. This end of the world stuff sucks, but don't worry. You're gonna die today. For real this time. Ah, what a mess. Wanna join the party? Be my guest. But you thought that was pretty funny, huh? Good news is, it's over. It's finally over. <clears throat> okay, what do we need? Food, guns, ha! a redneck shopping list. Empty. Who the hell steals cash in the apocalypse? What's the bet it was you morons on the floor over there? Bet you have pockets full of cash. Losers deserve to die. Okay, what do we got? Must be something. Hold the phone. I think we found something. Payday. Not my first choice, but whatever. Mm. So good. I know, Ryan, you love a payday. I bet you're living it up wherever you are, surrounded by paydays and pepperoni pizzas while I'm stuck down here on my own, looking like shit and stinking of biter blood. <sighs> okay, what else we got? Not much. Crap everywhere. What about bullets? Not much of those either. Place has been picked dry. Nope. 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 Jesus, what are these for? Magnum 500. Probably take down an elephant with these. God bless America. Hey, what about these little guys? They might work. Come on, yes! Hell yeah. Okay, let's try these suckers out. Woo, mama. All right, 
We're fully loaded, had a candy bar, and now... Well, that's creepy. What the hell is your problem? Why are you staring at me? There was a biter standing outside the store, not moving, not doing anything, just watching. It didn't even flinch as I got closer. It just stared at me through the glass, eyes like a serial killer. I thought about going out there, shooting that psycho right between the eyes, but there was something about this thing, something different, dangerous. I had been playing with fire for a while now, and I was about to get burnt. Killing biters had been a welcome distraction, but Kelly was still out there. She needed me. So, I ran. <laughs> Jesus. Time to get the hell out of here. Where's the exit? God damn it. Boxes. I ran until my legs gave out. I had to get as far away as possible from that thing. It wasn't a mindless, shuffling corpse like the rest of them. It was smart, calculated, evil. It wasn't driven by primal survival instincts. It had the ability to plan, use tools, call on other biters. I realized that if things like that existed in the wild, we are not safe. We're not safe anywhere. That's when it brought it home. I had to find Eve. I remember lying in the middle of an intersection, staring at the sky. I had to go home. Couldn't put it off any longer. I was low on supplies, I was covered in blood, and I needed time. Time to get my shit together. I had to think like Eve, be like Eve, outsmart her. It was the only way I stood a chance at getting Kelly back. <sighs> I can't do this. I can't. to this. I remember the first time I saw you walking into Bill's. That little leather jacket, hmm. bright red lips. I never stopped loving you. You're an amazing mom. I'm so sorry. I can't. I can't do this without you. You can. 
Go get her. Get Callie. <sighs> the nursery was untouched, just as I had left it. The soft bunny on the nursing chair, the bassinet lined with white cotton, all the things I had carefully chosen, making sure it was perfect for Callie. But the more I looked, the more I saw Eve in there too. The cashmere blankets, the luxury clothes, all the things that she forced me to buy. It was like she was in there, mocking me, taunting me. All the lies and the deceit. I couldn't stand to look at it. So, I threw it all out. Every single thing. I had failed Ryan. I had failed to protect my daughter. I didn't deserve to be alive. I deserved that pain. I curled up on the floor and cried myself to sleep. I don't know how long I was out for. It felt like days. But when I woke up, it was dark outside. anything. That's when I saw it, lying there in the middle of my kitchen, as though it had been waiting for me all along. The perfect New York home. Where is this place? Oh, no way. She wouldn't. Oh my god. Why didn't I think of this? I know where you are. I fucking know it. Eve was obsessed with that magazine. She said it inspired her to do better, work harder, build a perfect life for a perfect family. It was filled with dreamy suburban homes, neutral colors, white lilies and champagne, all the bullshit things you're supposed to want. But Eve wanted all those things. It was her entire being, her reason for existing. So I knew as soon as I saw it. Eve was hiding in that house from page 15, only two miles away.
I had to bide my time. Fight all my instincts to ration their guns blazing and instead watch and wait. I needed to know if Kelly was alive, if Eve was in there. After an hour of watching, I saw them. Two shadows in the flickering candlelight, pacing back and forth. Eve was cuddling Kelly, gently rubbing her back like a mother with her child. I felt sick to my stomach, so angry I thought about shooting her dead right there. But I couldn't risk it. I had one shot at this. I was so close to getting Kelly back. I couldn't screw it up. I had to break in without Eve knowing. If she saw me first, she would kill me on sight. All I had to do was find Kelly. Once she was in my arms, I'd have all the power. It seemed so simple. There was a tiny window in the basement, barely big enough to crawl through. It was the only way in. That's better. Holy shit. Nothing could prepare me for what I saw. A wall covered with newspaper clippings, photos of me and Ryan taken at a distance, manic scribbles in thick red pen, killer, murderer, bitch, written over and over, making the articles unreadable. No. No, 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 no. This isn't real. Can't be. Hey, it's Rissa, and I'm back with a quick message from our sponsors. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening. And now, back to our show. Hello, Rebecca. Back here, you bitch! Bravo on blowing out the candles. For a moment there, I thought killing you would be easy. Oh, guessing you saw my wall of inspiration. I wondered how long it would be until you crawled your way in here. I do some of my best work down there. Thinking about all the pain and suffering you've caused... How's Ryan, by the way? I'm guessing he won't be joining us.
Aren't you gonna say anything? <laughs> Fucking coward. So what's the plan? Sneak in here and take Holly away from me? Who? My daughter, Holly. You can't steal someone else's baby and then call them your daughter. Whoa, that's rich. Especially coming from you. Let me explain. Oh, in case it wasn't obvious, I was there. Remember? It was an accident. Don't lie, Rebecca. Lies make me angry. And trust me, you do not want to see that. We all know that you did it on purpose. No. No, I didn't. Lie? Please, stop. Callie is scared. Good. She should be. You're a goddamn monster. You want to know what the ironic thing is? You didn't even want a baby. When did I ever say that? Remember when we were at Happy's? You said, I understand why some women don't want children. What? That's not the same at all. God, you're crazy. Crazy? Wow. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. Things are going to get a lot worse for you. Eve, please, just listen. I'm so... Don't, don't you dare say it. The time for being sorry is over. I had to listen to you for the last seven months. What about your husband? About how you weren't ready to be a mom. How you had to give up everything. How women have it so hard. Boo fucking who? I was ready to be a mother. I deserved it. Baby was everything to me. And you killed him. No. It wasn't like that. I didn't mean... <laughs> I was eight months pregnant when you deliberately crashed that bus into our car. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry. They gave you a medal. A fucking medal. The high school teacher that saved a busload of kids. What a joke. I didn't have a choice. It happened so fast. The driver, he... I didn't even think about it. Thank you, Rebecca. That makes me feel so much better. You didn't even think about murdering my baby. How nice of you. Eve. Don't spout that holier-than-thou bullshit. You knew exactly what you were doing. When you were doing all those things, smiling at all those photos, lapping up all the glory, I was in a hospital cradling my dead son alone. But they left that part out. What about the part where I woke up to find my husband's brains smeared all over the inside of my car? Did they mention that? No. Of course they didn't! God forbid they should upset the hero of the story. Look, I am sorry that your baby died. I really am. 
but murdering my husband and kidnapping my daughter does not make things right. What happened to you was an accident. A terrible, terrible accident. Do you think I wanted to crash that bus? I had no choice. The driver had a heart attack. What was I supposed to do? Let those kids die? If I could go back in time and fix things, I would. But shut up. Shut the fuck up. You know what? You know what? Screw this. Time to die, Becca. Time to join your loser husband and fucking die. No. I said, put her down. She's my daughter. You don't get to have a baby. You gave up that right when you killed mine. It doesn't need to be like this. Fuck you. Please, for Kelly. I want you to be really honest now. Do you think you're a good mother? Because from where I'm standing... You're not. She would be better off dead than with you. You can hate me all you want. You already killed Ryan. You got your revenge. But Callie needs her mother. Her real mother. So I'm going to walk out that door and you're going to let me. Because underneath it all, you know I'm right. No. Eve, please... Think about Kelly. If I can't have her, you can't either. What? Are you serious? Do I look like I'm joking? You'd rather see another baby die than let us go. And you say I'm a bad mother. (laughs) I don't want to do this, but I will. So don't walk away. Sounds like we got visitors. Eve, listen to me. I'm begging you, don't do this. Put her down. I'm not going to do that. I said, put her down. No. If we don't leave now, we all die. Just let us go, please. Why would I let you steal, my child? Don't you get it? You are not a good mother. You don't know the first thing about raising children. You're not as capable or as loving as me. You don't understand what's important. When Holly comes of age, I will teach her the importance of raising her own children. We're going to need girls like Holly to do their part. The future of humanity will rest on their shoulders. Fuck you, you arrogant piece of shit! You're not God's gift to children. Far from it. I may not be perfect, but I know what's best for my daughter, and that's getting the hell away from you. If you walk out that door, she's dead. Of course she is! There's 
fighters in the house. We need to get on the balcony. So get the gun out of my face and let us go. I can't let you leave. Mommy loves you, Holly. Loves you so much. Please, no. Are you hurt? Oh, my God. So much blood. It's everywhere. Please, no. Please. can't see anything. Where's it coming from? Shit. It's me. Okay. You're okay. You're fine. Let's get you out of here. Shh. You're all right. Mommy's got you. Shit. <laughs> no! I can help you! No! We'll never make it! Just give me the fucking gun! That's when I saw him, standing in the hallway behind Eve. I couldn't think, couldn't breathe. It's like I was paralyzed. All this time, I had imagined him with me, every step, and now, I was staring at him. He wasn't my Ryan, not even close. The gray mottled skin, the black veins, the blood oozing from the corners of his mouth. He wasn't like the other biters around him, mindlessly shuffling towards their next meal. And he didn't look evil, like the monster at the store. He knew who I was. He recognized me. It's like there was this small, piece of him trapped inside that rotten body. He must have tracked me all the way here. It's like he wanted to help. See it through to the end. It was his final gift. Ryan! Shit. <laughs> Becca, take the gun! Take it! I can't reach. Look! Ryan! I... Get off me! Get off! I should have killed you both at the farmhouse! Bitch! I'm sorry. Sweetheart, covering you in blood. It's 
get you tucked in. You in? We're good. <clears throat> I didn't care that Eve shot me, that it could get infected and I could die. All I could think about was protecting Callie, getting her far away from Eve and that house. My legs were weak from the blood loss and my vision was blurry. I thought I was on the right path home, but somewhere along the road, I took a wrong turn. Almost home, baby. Not for now. Hold fire. We've got a live one. Stand by. Is... Is that a... a baby? Shit. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to stay where you are. What? Do not come any closer. What's going on? What is this? Have you come into any contact with any infected? <laughs> yeah. Have you or your child been bitten, scratched, or otherwise injured by any infected person? No. But... Do you agree to a full body search to ensure the above statements are true? Oh, screw this. Sergeant asshole, I've been shot, alright? I gave birth two weeks ago. I've been surviving in the forest on nothing. My best friend kidnapped my daughter and then murdered my husband. All I want to do is sit the fuck down, drink a cup of coffee, and nurse my hungry daughter. So, can you get your guns out of my face and talk to me like a human being. Ma'am. I'm not infected. Look. See that? That's a bullet wound. I've been shot. Happy? Should we let her through? Put her in holding for the next hour. I want a full assessment of that wound and check the kid, too. Copy that. Ma'am, follow me. Thank you. I'm going to need to take your baby and check her over. No one touches my daughter. You hear me? No one. She's been through enough. I'll strip her off so you can see for yourself, but she's staying with me. I'm not letting her out of my sight. Ma'am, no one is going to take your daughter. We'll get you patched up and ready for transfer. You can relax now. You're safe. I almost believed him. After everything we had been through, I thought this nightmare was finally over. That is, until I was sat in the truck, ready to go. Buckle up, folks. Next stop, Camp Albany. Wait. What? We can't leave. We can, and we are. I'm under orders. I said stop. Can't believe I fucked up. Lady, you've got five seconds to tell me what's going on before I shove you in the back with the rest of them. I don't know if Eve is dead. Who? Eve, the woman who kidnapped my daughter and murdered my husband. Right. If she's a biter... She could find us, like Ryan. Ma'am, I really don't think you need... Can we just drive past the house? We don't have to go in. If she's still in there, we'll see her. I'm sorry, but I have a specific route that I need to... It's not far. Just a quick look, and then we can keep going. Please. Ma'am, I... Please. (sighs) Fine. I'll drive past, but I'm not stopping. If Rodriguez finds out about this... She won't. It'll be real quick, I promise. It better be. I had to know if Eva was still out there. I knew she was dead. I watched Ryan tear open her throat. 
But if she turned and was still out there, wandering around, hunting us, she would never stop. She would keep going until we were dead too. So, I had to go back. See that murder house one more time, just to be sure. But the closer we got, the more I panicked. What if she was already gone? What if we got there and there was no body, nothing? I'd have no choice but to leave without ever knowing what happened. I'd have to spend the rest of my life always watching my back. All right, which one is it? That one? With the lawn? Damn. Do you see her? No. She's probably still inside. If you say she got bit, what does it matter? We're due to go through this place in the next couple of weeks on cleanup. They'll get her then. It matters because she will never stop hunting us. She's evil, manipulative. You don't know what you're dealing with. If we can't see her outside, I need to go back in. I can't let you out of this truck. Then you go. You're the soldier. You understand what you're asking me? You've got a truck full of civilians. You've got a baby and you're asking me to get out and find this biter? Yeah, but... Then you'll know that I can't do that. I have a family too. (sighs) Just let it go. You're safe. Your baby is safe. I'm taking you to a secure military compound, surrounded by soldiers. She can't get you anymore. Even if she is what you say she is, and she somehow turned before they finished her off, it doesn't matter. You won. It's over. Just let it go. I should never have listened to him. I should have gone back inside and shot that bitch between the eyes. I've got to live with that. All this regret and self-loathing, knowing that one day, somewhere, somehow, she will find us. And she will get her revenge. Rebecca, we have discussed this before. Even if she survived the attack from Ryan long enough to turn, the chances of Eve still being out there are... I know. But I just... I can't, I can't explain it. It's a feeling. This fear. Sitting in my gut. Warning me that she's still out there. I've seen enough smart biters to know that if she is out there, somewhere, she's one of them. And until I see evidence, her dead body, it... It's not over. It'll never be over. I think that's enough for today. Excuse me? Dr. Lavelle, the bloods are clean. Excellent. You can send her in now. You ready to see your mama? Mama! (laughs) Kelly! Mm. Hey, beautiful! Come here! Mm. Mommy has missed you so much. How's she been? Great. Have you been good for Mike? Yeah. Did you eat all your breakfast today? Yeah. Good girl. Mama is so proud of you. Is Becca good to go? All clear. Come on, kiddo. Let your mom get dressed. We can go to the mess and see if they've got dessert. How's that sound? Yay! Apples! (laughs) Apples? I was thinking something with a lot more sugar, but 
Hey, if you want apples, you got it. As long as it's not peaches, right? No more peaches. Okay, Rebecca, I'll see you Monday. See you Monday. Dr. Lavelle, you're needed in cell six. Okay. Thank you, Nina. What did I say about interrupting me when I was a patient? Especially Miss Bailey. Sorry, I... He said it was urgent. It couldn't wait. (sighs) Everything is always urgent with these people. (sighs) This better be good. What is it, Hank? She's trying to feed the dolly. What? She picked up the bottle. Check it out. Fascinating. So, she knows it's a baby. Looks like it. Should I call the captain? No, I'll brief him. Good afternoon, Eve. The Dead was created in partnership with Bloody Disgusting and the George A. Romero Foundation. Rebirth was written by Pixie Britton. Becca is Nea Duruso. Eve is Bailey Wolf. Ryan is Reese Tirado. The Lieutenant is Nicole Goodnight. The Soldier is Russ Moore. Dr. Lavelle is Beth Eyre. The nurse is Daisy McNamara. Callie is Agnes Berger. Mike is Stephen Indrisano. Hank is John Grills. Special thanks to our zombie horde for Rebirth, Agnes Berger, Brad Colebrook, Zena Dixon, Nicole Goodnight, John Grills, Danielle Hewitt, Stephen Indrisano, Brandon P. Jenkins, Daisy McNamara, and Russ Moore. Dialogue editing by Atticus Jackson. Sound design by Veronica California. Music by Newt Shottlecotty. Directed by Hannah Wright. The Dead's showrunner is Risa Montañez. Produced by Pacific S. Obadiah. With executive producers Tom Owen and Brad Miska. Credits read by Suzanne Darroche Romero. A Bloody FM production. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.